He is a man on a mission. With a mandate to raise generational leaders. Called to set in order the things that are out of order. And to bring leadership development, human capacity building, and wealth creation to all. Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton Wood from the House of Judah, the Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton Wood. The power of sacrifice. The power of sacrifice. Nothing great in life comes without a corresponding cost. Nothing great in life comes without a corresponding cost or price. Everything great you see in life came at a cost. And everything great you and I will see, whether in our profession or our Christian lives, will come at a cost will come at a cost. Everything great in life comes at a cost, a painful price. No one who wants to become a global icon can only pay a local price. Everyone who wants to become a global phenomenon in life has to pay a global price. If you want to become a local champion, then you pay a local price. But if you want to pay, you want to become a global phenomenon where you are known globally, then you pay a global price. Coca-Cola's uh, mandate was the taste of Coca-Cola must be on the lips of everybody. And so they go everywhere. They evangelize and market everywhere. So the kind of person you believe you are called to be is what determines the price you are prepared to pay. This church is known to a certain extent globally because of the price that we have had to pay from day one. This church began in a sitting room without furniture, with our backs leaned against a wall. The first offering that came into this church was 35 pounds, of which mine was 10 pounds. And we gave all of it to the guest speaker from Germany. So it was not about money, it was about sacrifice. It was about doing what God has called us to do. And since then, we have been making sure we keep paying the price. So for what God has called us to be, it will require a cost. Nothing great in life comes without a corresponding cost. One of our ministers in the house years ago wanted to secure a master's degree. So he had to resign from his position and go and spend a couple of years to obtain that master's degree. It came at a cost. Everybody who's, who's pursuing a course or one way or one thing or the other is paying a sacrificial price and cost to be able to arrive at their destination. Nothing that is of worth comes free. Nothing that is of worth comes free. 
Every good thing we are enjoying today came by someone's sacrifice of their blood. And everything we are suffering today came by somebody's selfishness. I heard from the mouth of God on Tuesday in my shower. These statements I'm, I'm releasing right now. Every good thing we are enjoying today came by someone's sacrifice of their blood. And everything we are suffering today came by somebody's selfishness or selfless or selfish act. Alexander Graham Bell is credited with inventing and patenting the first practical telephone. I believe he was ridiculed by many people, but today our telephone is not just a telephone. But the price had to be paid by Alexander Graham Bell. Freedom from apartheid in South Africa and from colonial rule came at a cost, including the killing of people like Steve Biko, imprisoning of people like Nelson Mandela. All this came at a cost. You and I owe Noah for no more killing of all the human race by flooding by one in, by, in one go by one sacrifice that Noah made in, no, in Genesis chapter 8. A man we never knew, a man who never knew that knew us, the moment they arrived on Mount Ararat. Listen, the animals inside the ark were the only animals left on earth. The moment Noah arrived on that mountain, when the waters seeded, uh, uh, the animals in the ark, he took the precious and the best of the animals in the ark and sacrificed it, which means we may not see those species again. Sacrifice is not sacrifice until it costs us something. That sacrifice of Noah is what resulted in God saying, I'm not going, no longer going to destroy the earth again with a flood. Watch this. All, look at your neighbor and say it's all about sacrifice. Tell them your sacrifice today determines your rewards tomorrow. Your selfishness today determines your suffering tomorrow. Every sacrifice brings rewards. Every selfishness brings penalties. Adam and Eve were the only people on the planet. And they brought pain. In childbirth, women didn't have to go through pain in childbirth until Eve and Adam ate of the fruit of the tree of good and evil. Instead of sacrificing to obey God, they ate of the fruit. So all suffering, all childbirth that women go through, the pain they go through to give birth to children was a result of Adam and Eve's lack of sacrifice and act of selfishness. So your sacrifice today will determine the future of your children positively and your selfishness or my selfishness today determines their sufferings. Because no, none of us met Adam. None of us met Eve. But anytime women go nine months and they go to the maternity ward, all those pain and insulting of husbands was because of Eve and Adam, a people we did not know. So you don't have, nobody has to know us to suffer or to benefit. Our grandchildren don't have to know us for us to leave them a better legacy or a life of suffering. 
sweating left, right, and center. Nothing to show for it. But Bible says, by one man, sin came to the world, and by one man also, righteous, thank God for Jesus. By the selfish act of Adam and Eve, Jesus corrected it by another sacrifice. His sacrifice canceled out the selfishness of Adam and Eve. May lift up your may somebody sacrifice today and in this generation result in the freedom of your family in the name of Jesus. Rise up and say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. May we pay the price for the future of the next generation through our present sacrifice. Sacrifice your present for your tomorrow. Don't eat everything you have today. Don't spend everything you have today. Let's think of the future. Am I hearing your amen? Please be seated. Jesus died on the cross for our total freedom. Not just for sin, but for many other things. Greater love had no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his own friends. Now, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, I'll tell them. Listen, please lift up your head, everybody. I was told today to tell you this during the week. Every parent, including me, under the sound of my voice, please listen to this black man carefully. This is an instruction from God to all of us. Under no condition must any husband, wife, father, mother, parent, single parent, or doer, under no circumstance must you tell your children, I am doing you a favor by paying your fees and giving you food and clothing you and housing you and do, do, do. They didn't ask to be here. Clap before I do something to you. Under no circumstance must you and I complain about our investment and sacrifices for our children. It is our responsibility. Charlie, you are not clapping. Are you all alright? <laughs> this statement came so clear to me this week. I'm glad he reminded me to tell all of us. Can't you see all the, all the food you are eating? Why are you eating so much? Hey, Charlie, did I, they just don't want to be rude to us. Did I ask you to bomb me? So if you are feeding me with a feeding bottle and the milk and the dressing me, yes, Carry on. Just do your job. And God will reward you. Can we give Jesus a big hand for that, that statement? <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. For him to tell me to tell us, that means we, we need it. We need to remind him. Amen. Just in case any of us have been saying it. Why are you people in this house eating like uh, people who have never eaten since we were born? Why, why are the food finishing so early? They are growing. They are growing. You may be fasting. They didn't. There's no time for them. Anyway, let me carry on. Did that go down well? Okay. Now, we have an exciting... Uh, I'm going to go through church. I've been commanded to go through church history with you today. 
church history. Jesus died on the cross, was buried, was raised, ascended into heaven, seated on the right hand side of majesty, interceding for us. So the next question is, the next people you mention after Jesus is the apostles. So we know how Jesus died. Today we are looking at how did the apostles die? You are a disciple of Jesus. How did Jesus die and how did his apostles who said they love him, understanding the fact that greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for his prayer. How did the apostles also die? Number one, Matthew. Matthew suffered martyrdom. Martyrdom means he was martyred. He means he was killed. Matthew suffered martyrdom. I just, I'm giving you this example for you to understand. It's not a strange thing for you to live a life of sacrifice. It will cost you your life. Maybe not through martyrdom, but whilst you are living, that's why he said, present, you may not die through martyrdom or through guillotine or through an accident because you know certain things in the scripture, but the point is you have to sacrifice something. Not martyrdom, but you have to sacrifice. We have to sacrifice something. So it's not a rosy, not doing anything, just claiming watches and wristwatches and Rolex and husbands. Because this, I mean, when we come to the part about years ago, the kind of prayers that these people used to pray, give us souls or we die. Rebecca said, give me a child or I die. Give me souls or I die. The Hebrides revival, they were asking, if you don't save souls through us, kill us. The kind of prayers that they used to pray in those days has changed dramatically. The kind of prayers we pray today is about immigration, about bonus, about, about what? Husbands, about what? Needs and wants without any spiritual connotation. But it must involve both. Our prayer should not only be rent to pay the house, um, children's fees, this, no. We must be praying for souls to be saved. Souls to be established. The kingdom to expand. More churches to be built. Persecuted Christians in China to be released. You know, your clapping has gone. Everybody say church history. Listen. If you don't take pay attention to history, you repeat history. So, how did Matthew, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the book, the book you read, Matthew, how did he die? Matthew suffered martyrdom in Ethiopia. He was killed by a sword wound. Mark, who wrote the book of Mark, died in Alexandria, Egypt, after being dragged by horses through the streets until he was dead. Now, as I'm teaching you this, I want you to compare it to your seeming sacrifices that you call sacrifice. You have not been drawn, dragged through the street with, by horses. At least not yet. For Christ's sake. Luke, the one who wrote the book of Luke and the book of Acts, was hanged in Greece. Now, look across the room and say, all these things happened to them. It hasn't happened to you yet. So if they were able to go through that, we must be ready to pay the sacrifices that we have to pay to serve God. Amen has gone again. Luke was hanged in Greece. We go on holidays in Greece. He was hanged in Greece. 
Now I'm under instruction, so no, no, you, you'll be fine. I was told to tell you, it was not only, uh, if Jesus went to the cross, he had to go. That's it. No, no, we too. He said, take up your cross and follow him. What is your cross? I've had a couple of crosses, and I'm sure you've heard of some of them. Littered. Your name littered across the whole of the nation. By people you helped. Arrested. Betrayed. Investigated. That was my cross. But I'm still here. Indestructible. You will suffer something. Reported for nothing that you have ever done. And you hear somebody speak against you. That's light. Thank God for yours. Ridicule. They've spoken about Pastor Matthew, Bishop Oedipo, Mike Medoc, all the greats. They are still standing for the sake of the kingdom. It's now Pastor Matthew now is in his element teaching on money master class. They say everybody is every time he say, give thousand, give thousand, give thousand. He's now in his element raising billionaires. Did he answer them once? Do you know your cross? Mark died in Alexandria, Egypt after being dragged by horses through the streets until he was dead. They'd, so, my friend, lift up your head. Please pay attention. Children, get off your phones. Get off, close your notebooks. Everybody, pay attention. Don't take notes. This is not a note. I want you to start to picture what we are, we are talking about. Picture it. Because very small children will grow. into. A, they need to know this church history. Your mothers and fathers going to church is not an entertainment. This thing will cost you something. When your parents say, get up in the morning, get ready and let's go to church. You say, I haven't finished working Dragon Ball Z. You don't understand sacrifice. Dad is always dragging us to church. Mom is always dragging us to church. Tell your mother and your father to tell you where they started from when they came to this church. They had zero, nothing. It was God who has made them. Those clothes you are wearing. It was sacrifice. Obeying God. Saving God that has brought them where they are. If you don't clap. You need to get it. Teach your children. (laughs) Some of them, some of our children, they are right to get uh, every time they ask for trainers or designers something which you buy. No. I have responsibility to you, but what shoe I can buy for you now, that's the one you wear. Don't go to school and come back and tell me Jones was wearing three Nikes all on one leg. No, you have only one leg. You wear that one I have for you now. Luke was hanged in Greece as a result of his tremendous preaching to the lost. What was his crime? Preaching to the lost. He was hanged in Greece. John, the beloved, faced martyrdom. When he was, listen, he was boiled. He was boiled in a huge basin of boiling oil. Not sunflower oil from uh, spicy foods in the bottle. 
He was boiled in a huge basin of boiling oil during a wave of persecution in Rome. However, he was miraculously delivered from death. How do you, how do they bury you, boil you in oil, and you still recover? God preserves his people who save him. In all these things, I'm trying to encourage you and I to understand that no matter what we are going through now, it cannot be compared to what these people went through. So, go through it. Go through it. You haven't been put in the lion's den. Why did they put these three Hebrew boys in the lion's den? For serving God. Why did, I mean, the, uh, in the fire. For serving God. Why did they put Daniel in the lion's den? For praying. Just for praying. You pray. I pray. Has anybody put you in a lion's den? Thank God. You see, sometimes we take a lot of things for granted. This is supposed to energize us to know that sometimes what we call sacrifice is not sacrifice. John, after he was miraculously healed, he was then sentenced to the minds on the prison island of Patmos, the island of Patmos, he wrote this prophetic book of Re- Revelation. The book of Revelation came. Who knows where I'm going? Who knows where I'm going? The book of Revelation came after he had been boiled in oil. If it was me, you allowed me to be boiled in oil, and I should write a book for you. I should write the book of John. First John, second John, third John, plus the book of Revelation. You want to show me things that will happen later. And you boiled me in oil. Take your Christianity. I'm talking as an African. As a human being. I should write the book of Revelation. First, second, third John to benefit people whom I don't know. The Bible you are reading came after him being buried and being boiled in oil. I don't think you understand my passion. The book of Revelation we read today, 1st John, 2nd John, third, that quote we quote, Gabby, that quote, 3rd John 2, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul. It was from after the boiling oil. Today, small trouble, no. I won't come again. When they were showing the thing online, the, the song was not so clear. They were disturbing my ears, so I turned it off. <laughs> the Apostle Paul was later, Apostle John was later freed and returned to serve as Bishop of Edessa in modern Turkey. He died as an old man, the only apostle to die peacefully. Today, some of us are not even being threatened with anything except God asking us for our time, our talent, our money, our service, and we are already giving up on our faith. Boil a black man in oil and tell him to preach again. Take your religion. I didn't bargain for this. <laughs> and I 
That's one of the statements Christians make a lot behind the scenes. They don't tell anybody. I didn't bargain for this. I didn't bargain for this lockdown. Listen, this lockdown did not take God by surprise. As a matter of fact, he allowed it. Nothing happens on this earth without God allowing it. He didn't initiate it, but he allowed it. Christians have become too comfortable. God uses every disadvantage to our advantage. So see the advantage in the disadvantage. Oh, I'm preaching better than you are clapping and you are screaming and you are... (laughs) There is an advantage in every disadvantage. Find the advantage. John found an advantage in the disadvantage of being boiled in oil. I've got some chicken that I'm going to fry this afternoon in boiled in, in, in boiling hot oil. My human being is not meant to be in the oil. You should see me, a whole bishop, when something small even burns me. You should see how I misbehave. Much more being burnt in oil for Christ. I remember when I went through my store, people were wondering, how can you be preaching like this and not even mentioning what I tell? You see, you don't understand sacrifice. He said, you will be persecuted for my sake, reported, imprisoned for my sake. Where are those who did all those stuff? Where are they? Reported Pastor Matthew to Charity Commission. Then they have to bring accountants to sit on the accounts of the church for nearly a year. And the accountants were brought to supervise KICC. We're not we're from Her Majesty's government. You don't pay them one pound an hour. Where did you all get to? Never ever attack sacrificial people. They don't belong to themselves. They belong to God. That's why these people boiled John, but they couldn't kill him. They boiled him in oil, but they couldn't kill him. May you be unkillable for serving God. Peter. Peter was crucified upside down on an X-shaped cross. According to church tradition, it was because he told his tormentors that he felt unworthy to die in the same way that Jesus died. Jesus was hung on a cross. Peter said, I'm not worthy to die the same way Christ died. So hang me the other way. So, you know, in nurses in the house, when you are turned upside down, you know your blood flows some way. Peter said, I don't want to die the way Jesus died. Turn me the other way. The blood is sort of flowing downward. It's flowing upward. Get into your brain. That's how Peter died. For Christ. Not for being disciplined in church. Not for pastor preaching a message that they were offended by. James. The one who wrote, if any lack wisdom, let him ask of me. Surprising that all these matter suffering, they wrote something. To leave it for us. They sacrificed years ago, 2,000 years ago to write, book, to write books that we are reading now. What legacy are, Bishop, Bishop, what legacy are you leaving behind for the next generation? 
James, the leader of the church in Jerusalem, was thrown, listen, was thrown over a hundred feet down from the southeast pinnacle of the temple where Satan tempted Jesus. When he refused to deny his faith in Christ, he was thrown to over a hundred feet down from the south pinnacle of the temple just because he wouldn't deny his faith in Christ. When they discovered that after they threw him, he survived the fall. He survived the fall. His enemies, when he survived the fall, his enemies beat him. Beat him to death with a fullest club. I survived the fall. They beat him to death for surviving the fall. Ask your neighbor, who has beaten you lately? Your wife threatened you something, was annoying with your root to you. No, you say you are denying the Christian faith because Christians shouldn't speak to their husbands like that. This was the pinnacle where Satan had taken Jesus during the temptation. James, number seven, James, the son of Zebedee, was a fisherman by trade. When Jesus Christ called him to a lifetime of ministry, as a strong leader of the church, watch this. James was beheaded at Jerusalem, beheaded. The Roman officer who guarded James watched James. As James defended his faith at his trial, later the officer walked beside James to the place of execution, overcome by conviction. He declared his new faith to the judge and knelt beside James to accept beheading as a Christian. James was about to be beheaded when he saw the faith of James. The one who was guarding him, the soldier guarding him, decided... I'll give my life to Christ and die the same way James is dying. Did I ask you to die? I, guarding you, should die with you. Bishop, did I call you to start this church? You're talking about sacrifice. Why should I sacrifice with you when I didn't start the church? There is a wisdom that only comes through sacrifice. Write that down. There is a wisdom that only comes through sacrifice. There is a wisdom that only comes through sacrifice. In every seed is a forest, and in every follower is a leader. Leaders are not born, but Leaders Are Raised is an insightful book by one of the leading authorities on leadership, Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. People are not disadvantaged, they are just ignorant. Shows you some of the steps and qualitative processes involved in how leaders evolve through nurture and development. Leaders are not born, millionaires are not born, wealthy people are not born, they are made. You become what you want to be by the choices you make in life. You were not born rich. I mean, from your mother's womb, on your face, rich. System, rich. You may have been born to rich parents, but you were not born rich on your face. You became rich by things you did. Or became poor by the things you did or did not do. You see, it's all about choices. Live here and start making some changes. What kind of future do you see? Paint your pictures from the scriptures. Pick your future. What kind of business do you want? 
ordinary business like everybody else or the one that people travel far and near to look for. Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised in insightful book by Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. Available in paperback and on Kindle. Please call 0208-689-6010 or visit www.houseofjudah.org.uk and order your copy today.